Hello guys, it's been so long. Oh my gosh, I am so sorry. I know I don't sound the same. My throat is extremely sore. So I know that this episode, typically the episodes don't run to for 30 minutes or so anyhow. But I know that tonight specifically, it'll probably be definitely a little bit shorter. Um, Welcome back. <laughs> it's been a long time. Just in case you forgot, I'm Tanika Bond, proud CEO and creator of Little Miss T LLC and Talks with Little Miss T podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in to episode 10, which is our season finale. Yes, the last episode of season one. Guys, listen, I am pushing through. Trust me, this is not easy because whew, I have these last past couple of weeks have been extremely difficult for me. I mean, extremely difficult. But nonetheless, nonetheless, we will push through. I will push through. I wanted to first uh, just, you know, sponsorship is important. And I have not been on in a while. I've missed a couple of weeks um, just like dropping new episodes. So I definitely have to start with our first sponsorship, which is J&B Grilling. Please know that it is not too late. Barbecue is just not for the summer. So if you are interested in anything like a party, a private event, a beach event, um, private dates, corporate stuff, please, please, please reach out to JMB Grilling at www.jmbgrilling.com. They will be more than glad to assist you in all your catering needs. Um, let's get right into it because I feel like I don't know how long my voice is going to carry over and wait. <laughs> so I'm hanging on literally by thread. <coughs> Sorry. <coughs> and if you hear me say, excuse me, during an episode, no, it's not COVID. I definitely <clears throat> have been tested and continue to even test myself, especially because I'm back to work teaching. But no, it is not. But I do apologize for all the sniffles and the coughs that you may hear in between. However, I did not want to put off another episode. It was vital for me that I did not do that. Um, without further ado, let's get it started. So, as I said before, tonight's episode is episode 10. It's the season finale, meaning it's the last episode of season one. Um, tonight's episode is titled Parenting. It never really ends. Let me tell you guys in a full transparency moment, I have not been dropping new episodes because I am literally going through it right now and I think that as black people more over black women 
need to name when they are not okay. It is one thing that I definitely, um, you know, picked up in therapy is it's okay to say you're not okay. I was trained and that's that trauma, generational trauma, and to know that like, it's okay, you push through. We can carry it at all. We can do it all. It's okay to... If we feeling this way, nope, we dare not say how we feel. We better keep on going because don't nobody want to, don't nobody care about that. But when the reality is that it does us no good and we end up burning out. Listen, for those of you who do not know, I have two sons. I pride myself on being their mother. There is no other, and I mean it, important job in this world than being my two sons' mother. I didn't raise them by myself. They have a father present in their life that I never had to do that on my own. So, yeah, I'm not, I wouldn't say that I was a single mom per se. And sorry, you hear Bentley in the background. Though I was not a single mother, a lot of moments did feel like single mom moments because I always felt that I had to do it by myself, even though in moments when I didn't, that I had the support system. All I ever knew is that they were my children and it was my responsibility. That's it. No, 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 no one else's but mine. And I know that's not the right way to think, right? Especially when you didn't make the kids by yourself. But nonetheless, that's the mentality I always had. Like, I have to care for them, take care of them. My sons are grown. I just said, you know, I told you, those of you don't know, yes, I just said it. Two sons. They're grown. They're adults. Fully functioning adults who I do not have to take care of, per se. Meaning like financially, those things. They care for themselves. Those seeds that I planted are now, they're growing. They're blooming. And it is the most frightening thing in the world. One of the most frightening things in the world. Oftentimes I get people to say, girl, what are you talking about? They doing exactly what you, you know, you, you, that's what we all hope for our kids to grow up and do. Listen to me. When you spend your entire life raising, molding, pouring into, protecting your children. And the moment you can't. Or the moment that they feel that they no longer need a certain things from you. <coughs> That's something that I can't. I oftentimes get lost in words trying to just describe that feeling. 
when my oldest son first went to college. I had time to prepare. I also knew it was something that was coming. I also knew that I can visit him anytime I want, call anytime I want. <coughs> and that he would still need me in some capacity. <laughs> and then he gets older. And we start to, you know, that mom and son, the bond is something that's unreal with a mother and her son. But with that, he started to really step into manhood and understand that he had to have difficult conversations with me about his space and giving him space to grow and to make mistakes. Those things that I preach all the time, right? I say these things to my students. I preach these things to them. But here it is. I'm struggling with letting go. They're grown, y'all. My, my oldest son will be 25 this year. <laughs> Just when I started to respect those boundaries. Understanding that I don't have to take care of everything they, they need. You know, anything they need done, I would run and want to take care of it. I don't have to do that. Then the younger one, as soon as I get to that point, the younger one, my youngest son, graduates from high school, no longer living at home, started going to college. Now he's coaching full time. He's doing all these things. And that's my baby. I thought for sure, okay, this oldest one may not need me no more, but this youngest one. He going to need me. He going to need me for a little bit. And that, that wasn't the case. He needed a same, the same thing, similar to his brother, the space to figure things out on his own. As an active parent, it is hard to sit back and watch your kids figure things out. <laughs> Or do things their own way. And I want to be very clear about this. This is not, you can call it a bragging moment. You can call it whatever you want. But like, I'm talking about, I have great sons. And I don't, I, I say that with, oh, like, with the most humblest brag ever. There aren't, they aren't in the street. They don't run a street. They don't respect just adults. They were raised to spec their, respect their peers too. I have sons who, who, who understand how to nurture and care for women because they were raised by a sensitive woman. No, they ain't soft by a long shot because they have their father in their life. So that's not the case. But they have the, they are equipped with with the, with what they need to go out here in the world and get it but yet i still struggle with them not needing me as much as they do and you want to know what that plays a role in that parenting role it's trauma 
I always revert things back to generational trauma because most of it is. I promised myself when I had children, I would do things differently. They will be raised different, taught different, provided better opportunities. And that's what you're supposed to do, though. Each, I, I feel like every generation is supposed to get better. The things that your parents didn't know and do, you're supposed to do them. And then the things that you didn't do with your kids, they're supposed to do with theirs. That's how you make generational, you know, not only create generational wealth, but that 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 generational legacy. But because I that want that feeling of wanting them to need me was is was so great. I still struggle with it, with letting go. So I have not aired a podcast episode, guys, because my oldest son went to college, graduated with honors, did his four years, came out with a, you know, a sports science and fitness management degree. And then he decides, mom, and we have, um, I don't know if you guys do this with your children, but my sons and I, sometimes we have them together and then we'll have them individually. I mean, we have the hardest of heart talks. They have these talks with me and they have them with their dad sometimes. And I mean, we go in depth about, I mean, real world shit, y'all. Real life shit, should I say. And he had this talk and said, mom, this degree is getting put to use, but I want to change my career. I want something different because if I'm going to be thinking about having a family and also making sure that you're good, I said, Dante, it's not, sorry, I just said my son's name (laughs) because I'm in a passion and the heat of it. The thick of it, just remembering that conversation so, so vividly and him saying, you know, I just want to be able to care for like I'm telling them, it's not your job to take care of me. Your mother's good. I have four degrees and, and, and I, you know, I do good for myself. He said, you don't get it. Yes, I do. But I also want to be able to take care of my own family when I have children, when I do decide. I get it. He said, so I want to go into the army. I want to change my whole career. I said, what? The army? You mean the the army? The army, army? Now, listen, many of you know that though I am a teacher, I am very vocal and boisterous about the black voice, us as a people, politics. So when he said the army, I'm like, okay. You know how I feel about that. And I won't even speak on that. Because what I would never do is disrespect my son or the people who give their very life to serve us. To be to ensure that we can sleep at night. It's more to. I won't even get into it. I won't even say what my issue is. I said. When he told me, I said, okay, 
what brought you told me your reasons why why you want to go into the army do you what much do you know do you know about the different branches do you know which well I yeah I just want to go into I want to go either into the navy or the army I said, okay, I hear you. You said you, you specifically said the army though. And I wanted you to know that it was multiple branches of the military. Me being mom, I always speak my piece because I think that's what black moms do. But I'm learning to not let it live and die there. Meaning my word is not the final say anymore. So I speak my piece on something and then this is my opportunity to support and encourage my son in his dreams. Even if they may not be the dream that I dreamt for him, he has to live his own. Fine. I have a great friend of mine. And when I tell you guys, listen, (laughs) this guy, I, I don't even know. I couldn't begin to repay him. And I'm getting teary-eyed thinking about it for the time and energy and the mentorship that he has given my son when it was time to decide where he was going into the military. He literally guided my son so much and I had, I want you to tell, just understand this. I have children who are wise beyond their years. My sons are wise. They can, t- they can teach adults a couple of things or two. <laughs> and sometimes they drop, you know, gems on mom dukes is what my oldest son calls me. Drop gems on me that helps me navigate through life right now, as we call it. I called this friend up. I said, I need, (laughs) listen, I know you know. I need you to speak to my son, Dante. Sorry, I just said, okay, Dante is my son's name. I try not to use my kid's name out of respect for their privacy. Yes, they do know that I have a podcast, but I try to respectfully not say their names. Um. So I called my friend. I told him that, hey, can you speak to my son uh, just about the military? What? Yes, of course. Look at, link, let me the number. All I had to do was to make that call. Parenting, tonight's episode, parenting, it never ends. It never really ends. That's the truth. Because while I'm sitting over here, And I'm talking about years ago, leading up to this moment, crying about them not wanting me. Sorry, correction. I stand corrected. Not wanting me, not needing me as much. My sons. The reality is they always need you in some shape, form or fashion.
It's just waiting and letting them reach out and say, I need help with this. Or mom, what do you think about this? And that is something that I learned. He needed me to help with something. I said, I got somebody that I can put you in contact with. I linked the two of them, the good friend of mine and my son. He connected with my son all the time without me. Literally guided him through the military process. It takes a village. Parenting never ends, but it also takes a village. It does. He told my son. Something that stood out to me. Now, this friend and I, we talk here and there a lot, like all, like often. Um, but he didn't say it to me. He said, he, this is a conversation he had with my son. And my son says, mom, you know, Mr. Blank said, and I'll say blank because I don't want to use his name. My job now is is to pay that forwards for the next person. He said, mom, what he did for me, I got to go in and excel in the military so that way I can pay it forward for the next black boy or young man coming through that need that same mentorship and guidance. All of us out here are, listen, I know what the social media like to have you thinking, the news like to have you thinking, certain people in our society like to have you thinking. No, our, us black parents are out here parenting our children, raising them to be stand up ladies and gentlemen, black kings and queens. That they are. So they can thrive in the society. In this world that's around us. My son graduated with a degree. He was able to go into the military with rank. He already has a plan mapped out. And as he's telling me this plan. I cry because, damn, how proud should I be that my son at 20, ain't even 25 yet, got it figured out. I didn't halfway have my shit together when I had him. I was 16, y'all. What a blessing to have a child that knows where he's going, knows what he wants, stand firm and understands who he is and has faith the size of a mustard seed because the word is built in my kids. Listen, and I'm not going to get preachy preachy on you, but I'm going to call it what it is. They're covered. And so while these past weeks I've been sitting here crying my heart out because I told you I was not in a good mental space. I have never in my life went so long without talking to my kids, not understanding where they are, 
How can I get in contact with them? So, Lord, that my youngest one, I know he probably like now she about to bombard me. Like, but I, but it's equal thing. I call them both and get on their nerves. Like I'm calling, I call my kids daily. That's first of all. And if I'm not talking to them daily, I'm texting them daily. So while my son's gone away for boot camp, I'm struggling, crying daily to the point where I cannot eat, sleep, nothing. Going to work, putting on a happy face because I got to get in front of our future leaders. I'm a teacher, so I got to put, I got to pack all my stuff in, put on this face and get to teaching because they depend on me too. But how blessed am I to have kids who understand their purpose? The last conversation I had with him, he says, mom, you got to stop crying. It's hard. In here. It's hard, but I'm going to get through it. I told him, remember your why. Remember why? Why'd you go? Why'd you sign up originally? And that I love you. He said, I love you, but keep going and keep recording your podcast. Don't stop. And also you got those kids that's look a new set of kids coming in your class. Listen to me, to you, all you parents <laughs> that may be tuned in to this episode. And this won't be the last episode I do on parenting. This just happened to be my wrap up for the season finale. Episode 10. Stop thinking our kids don't need us or our guidance when they do. It doesn't mean let don't let little birdie fly. But that do mean, that does mean, sorry, that you have to still provide guidance. It's the guidance that I gave earlier on that allowed my 24-year-old son to understand his purpose right now and go out and get it because I gave it to him. It's the same guidance that I gave my 20-year-old that he understood. You always taught me to follow my own heart and my own dream. I know you want me to finish out this junior year of college, but I'm going to have to come back to that. I want to do this now. And you know that broke me. What? This is my youngest son. Their dreams are not always our dreams. But if you taught your child or children how to be dreamers, how to be about that action, how to live right and do right by people, you're going to have some phenomenal kids. Don't tell me kids out here are not worth saving. 
Because I, myself, yes, me, am a product of someone saving me, pouring into me. So when you see kids out here, you may not be their parent. What can you do to help that parent parent? Because now we have kids that are lost. More teenage young crime. I'm living in Jersey now. All I see on the news because I get Philly's news. Is, I mean, kids dying night after night. And I ain't talking about 19, 20. I'm talking about 16, 14, 13 shot, killed. I'm from an 80s era. I ain't never seen no sh like this in my life. But what I do know is that my children are a product of what I poured into them. So all these tears, I may shed a couple of tears, um, a few more. My son's graduation date from the boot camp is not until October the 27th. That's the next time I'm going to see my son. I've never in my life gone this long without talking to him. But, you know, I wasn't even going to record today, but I sucked those tears up. And I said, I got to make it do what it do because. He understands his purpose because I taught him that. So I dare not relish or embellish in, in, in that sorrow. <laughs> I'm like, pull it together, Tanika. But it's okay to say, too, when I'm not feeling okay. It's okay to say that. But I just can't stay in that 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 spot, that space. And with that, it is a wrap. Episode 10, the season finale, Parenting, It Never Really Ends. Guys, thank you so much for rocking with me. Thank you for not giving up on my podcast. Really quick before I end, I had a girlfriend, one of my, this person got a heart of gold. <laughs> we, we talk like I love her and she's my sister. We're, I'm riding home. We talking today. She, even in the morning and even today she said, you know, cause I was listening to your last episode and I just hearing her say that. Knowing that you guys still support in any way you can, sharing, liking my stuff, listening, I appreciate it. And know that season two, I am coming back with the fire. With the fire. I love you guys and thank you. Stay blessed and I'll talk to you guys soon.